And we take our right hands up like this. Reach over to your left side. Charlie, grab your seatbelt. Strap yourself in, buddy, because this is going to be a bumpy ride. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Y'all ready? Listen, 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 listen. Javi, we can't blame anyone for our sin anymore. Nobody. The name game has to stop. You can't blame your mama, your daddy, your cousin, your brother, your sister, your auntie, your best friend. You can't blame anyone anymore for your sin and the way you live. Nobody. Stop playing the name game. Well, it's my, you know, my dad's fault because my grandpa was like that. My dad was like that. That's why I'm like that. Nope, not according to the word of God. Stop blaming your wife. Stop blaming your husband. Stop blaming the person that robbed you or you robbed. Stop. You have to be accountable for your own life. You will choose life today or you will choose death. Stop blaming the other pastor, la hermana, el hermano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough. You can't blame your other church. You can't blame your, your, your cousin. You can't. That's it. you got to stop, and you got to own up responsibility for our own sin, our own life, whether I'm going to choose life or death. Stop blaming the other person. I was asking Jesse, man, do you and I really still get into that old stuff we used to get into a long time ago? He was like, well, what? And I was like, man, I can't pinpoint anything because I'll confess and give myself away. But, but I was like, do you still like, he's like, what? I said, you know, like the jealousies and stuff. Like me and Cindy still really like get jealous over stuff. You know, and, and, and I follow, I, I got Instagram. And she was like, were well, you following that person? And I was like, yeah. She goes, well, I'm going to follow this person. i like, we're not 12. We did that when we were 12. And we do that. And I, and I, was, I, was, I was sharing with her, because we, we, we bounce things off of each other. And I was sharing with her, listen, I might hurt you. I might offend you. I might attack you. I might do things to hurt you. But I cannot make you sin. I can't. I can influence the way you react, but I can't make you sin no more than the devil can make and put a gun in your hand and you go out and rob somebody. He can't make you do it. You choose to want to react the way you react because of that individual. I can't make you. Now, did I say it was right? Did I say it was fair? Did I say, oh my God, you know, this individual plays a huge influence on my life? Absolutely. But listen, they slapped Jesus, they spit on Jesus, they beat Jesus, they pulled Jesus' beard out. Jesus' body was beaten and whipped, and he shed his blood. And the Bible says he didn't say a word, a spotless lamb, without sin, without blemish, all the way. You're going to start being accountable for your own sins. You're going to have to choose life, we're going to have to choose life, or we're going to choose death. What do you want? What do you want? You know, we want to get through this year. We want to, man, God's doing, you guys have no idea, but you are a part of something great that's going on behind the scenes. You know, we get to see some of these things face to face and talk to some of the people that, with the sinner and things that are going on. We're like, oh my God, this is incredible, the stuff that's happening behind the scenes, man. It is awesome, and it's great. And we're going, man, how do we push 
more. How do we get, let, uh, get, get rid of more of ourselves in order so the Spirit of God can dominate us more? Uh, and, I, and I think I've come to it. Now, I don't say I've made it. I said I think I've come to the realization of how we do that. You have to die to flesh. You have to die to flesh. We have to repent of our sins. Repent means not just saying I'm sorry and continue to do it for the next 30 years. Repent means I, I say I'm done and I turn and not only turn, I change the way I think about the situation. In other words, I no longer ever do it again or think about doing it again, ever. Then the Bible says, then the God will forgive me and cleanse me from my sins and wash me from all my wickedness. But we don't. We don't. You know what we say? Well, God knows my. Yeah, he does. I just figured just that there's a spirit of God flowing across the, United, across the world today. The Holy Spirit is moving in such a way where he is taking out the phonies, man. There's a separation taking place because he's coming back for a body without spot nor wrinkle. And if you're not connected to the body, I heard Miss Dora say this. It got to me what Miss Dora said. Uh, she said, then, then, look, he's not coming back for a toe or a finger. He's coming back for a body. Where are you at in the body? We must be responsible for our own sins. We cannot keep playing games with God. Listen, I like this one. Well, Lord, it was a woman you gave me. Right, we say that, oh, man, what, you know her, God. You made her. Look what you gave me. I was the way, the way I was raised. I was in the neighborhood, the colonia I was raised in. I love this, what he tells the prophet Ezekiel to expose in Ezekiel chapter 18. Man, this is, this is uh, I'm going to go through Ezekiel chapter 18, all right? For all people are mine. This is God. Telling the prophet what to say. God is saying, for all people are mine to judge, both parents and children alike. And this is my rule. The person who sins is the one who will die. Do you get that? Do we, do, does, does that play around in your brain any? You will die. Not only spiritual death, you're going to go to hell. Hell. And this is telling me God is going to judge every single person individually. That means you might have a wife go to heaven and the husband go straight to hell. You get to choose. We get to choose life or death. I love my daughters with everything within me. But my daughters know Jesus. And if they want to choose death, that's their choice. But guess what? If their dad wants to choose death, they get freedom. God, I love this, man. Are we in verse 5? Verse 5 says this. Suppose a certain man is righteous and does what is right and, ju uh, and, and does what is just and right. Well, what, what's he saying? God is saying this. There is no favoritism, Miss Lori Carr. He doesn't. He doesn't pick favorites. I, I told that to our men's group the other day. I'm not here going, hey, man, I really like Ray. So I'm going to let Ray do whatever he wants. 
But Joseph, I can't stand Joseph. I'm not letting Joseph do anything. God doesn't work that way. God doesn't. You know what the only favorite God does play? Saved and unsaved. Righteous and unrighteous. Obedient and disobedient. You see, you're living in disobedience right now. I don't care how bad you think that you're right before God. You're not. Not according to the word of God. I, just, I guess, I guess I'm, I'm at that point. Kisera, Kisera. <laughs> it is what it is, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. My, 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 my stepdad used to say, it, it, it is what it is. It is. This is what Mark chapter 10, verse 29 says. Yes, Jesus replied, I assure you that everyone who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or property for my sake and the good news will receive now in return a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and property along with some persecution. And in the world to come, that person will have eternal life. Individuals. The, the person who decides to do this, Joe, will live and receive. The person who chooses not to do it will die. The penalty for sin is death. This is why it is necessary for the body of Jesus to have died on the cross. He paid our penalty of death for us. He became our substitute. Our bill of sin was marked, paid in full. The only way to get out of this, Alex, is to repent and put our full trust in Jesus Christ. That's the only way to get out of it. I got three examples, and they're all in Ezekiel. I wrote this down. I don't even know if Miss Irene, you put a point in this, but that's all right. You, if you're taking notes, which you should, because only people who take notes go to heaven. It's a right. Did he say that out loud? It's not in the Bible, though. You, it, look, he's going to give us three examples, three examples of how God plays no favoritisms when it comes to the Word of God. He's going to share about a righteous grandpa. He's going to share about a rebellious dad. And he's going to share about a righteous grandson. So you can't say, well, it's because my dad, man. My dad made me like this. First, let's talk about the righteous father. Or it should be grandpa. Pops, right? Verse 6 says this. This is, this is the person that will live. He does not feast in the mountain before Israel's idols. He does not commit adultery. Again, the person that will live, not the person who is going to die. He ain't got idols in front of him, Jesse. Money ain't his idol. Money ain't his God. His job is not his God. His wife is not his God. His family is not his God. There are no idols. And as a matter of fact, he ain't going around sleeping around with different people. He ain't committing adultery with somebody else's husband or wife. Or have intercourse with a woman during her menstrual period. Okay, I'm not going to go into detail. Other than that, what that, you know what that is. Other than that... This means, Charlie, this means, T, this means spiritual, spiritual immorality, spiritual immorality. That's what it means. Anything you do outside with others where God is not first. 
Verse 7, he is a merciful creditor, not keeping the items given as security by poor debtors. He does not rob the poor, but instead gives food to the hungry and provides clothes for the needy. Verse 8, he grants loans without interest. Come on, somebody watch on Facebook. He grants loans without interest. I said he grants loans without interest. Yep. Stays away from injustice. Is honest and fair when judging others and faithfully obeys my decrees. He follows the word of God and regulations. Anyone who does these things is just and will surely live, says the sovereign Lord. If you do these things, you're choosing life. This is a grandpa. Grandpa decides he's going to live a righteous life. He's going to do the right thing. I'm going to obey the word of God. I'm not going to break the commandments of the Lord. Here it is. Let's sum it up. Y'all know the word. Let's sum it up. Love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Here it is. Love others like you would love yourself. We want to try to do this, but we don't do this. Or we want to try to do this, but we don't do that. You don't get the cross without doing both. You don't get to pick and choose. If a righteous man does these things, he will live. Listen, he is obedient to God. He is fair with God and man. He has kept the two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And love others like you love yourself. All right, verse 10. Now let's talk about the unjust son. We got the grandpa. Now we have the son, right? We have the dad. Verse 10 so, says, but suppose <laughs> you're going to leave here. And we're sitting here as a group because I'm including myself. Gabby, I'm including myself. We're going to leave here, and we're one of these three. We're one of them. You, you knows, you knows, you knows which ones you are. We are. We knows. Is that a word? But suppose, verse 10 says this, but suppose that man has a son who grows up to be a robber or a murderer and refuses to do what is right. And that son does all the evil things his father would never do. He worships idols on the mountains, commits adultery, oppresses the poor and helpless, steals from, steals from debtors by refusing to let them redeem their security, worships idols, com commits detestable sins, lends money and excessive interest. Should such a sinful person live? No! He must die and must take full blame. Should, should he live? No. That guy's going to die and he's going to pay for the penalty of what he's done. Please help me find the grave place in this. There is no grave place. You understand that, right? Jesse, what seems mad and upset and exciting and forceful, this is how we go to another place. This is how people go to another place in their life. They ha we have to de decrease and die and get rid of this junk if we want God and the Spirit of God to lead us and guide us into all truth. If not, we're faking it, we're liars, and we're hypocrites. We're playing games with God, and I think the day is coming when you cannot play games with God anymore. You're a little... In and out and come and go whenever you want, do whatever you want, live however you want and come back and worship. 
God is disgusted with lukewarmness. Disgusted. Now, your, your pastor still go out to eat with you. Don't get me wrong when we leave here. But God is disgusted with us. I'm sharing the word, all right? Don't, don't hate me. It's right here in the Bible. Here is, check this out, here is the unjust son or the disobedient servant. The son is choosing death. People are choosing death. Live like this, you're righteous, you'll live. Live like this, you're disobedient, and you're going to die. You know what we think? I got time. I like what, oh, I uh, can't even remember his name now, but one of my favorite groups was... Uh, Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Ain't no more time, man. Time is running out on you. Time is running out on us. Okay, now we'll go down to 14. Now, here it is. Here's the righteous grandson. Just, unjust, just. You know what God is showing us in all this? He's showing us that it is an individual relationship. Your husband, your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, they can't make you sin or do something you don't want to. You're choosing to do it. Well, pastor, you don't know his kids. Get rid of them. Verse 14. Look, his pretty little eyes are not going to take you to heaven. His good smelling and her good smelling self and pretty hair. They're not taking you to heaven. What's happening is they're actually taking you to hell, and you're falling right into it. The righteous grandson, verse 14, says this, But suppose that sinful son, in turn, has a son who sees his father's wickedness and decides against that kind of life. Wait a minute. My grandpa's cool. My dad, man, I don't want to. Man, how many have ever said that? I'll never, I'll, I won't treat my kids the way I was treated. Man, I want, I want something better for my children than what my, my parents gave me, right? I'm not going to live like that. I'm not going to live like them. Man, when it's my turn to live and I grow up and I get my own place, I ain't doing what they did. I, I'm going to do it different. Well, stop doing it just physically different. Why don't you start doing it spiritually different? Okay, he says, he's, uh, verse 15 says this. This son refuses to worship idols on the mountain and does not commit adultery. He does not exploit the poor, but instead is fair with debtors and does not rob them. He gives food to the hungry and provides clothes to the needy. He helps the poor, does not lend money in, uh, at interest, and obeys all my regulation and decrees. Such a person will not die because of his father's sins. He will surely live. 18 says... But the father will die for his many sins, for being cruel, robbing people, and doing what is clearly wrong amongst the people. God is not holding anyone's sin against you. But here it is. You, you have a choice the way you're going to react when people come against you with sin. Are you going to retaliate the same way? Are you going to retaliate worse? And, some, and sometimes it's horrible. Sometimes because we react in a harder way. We react harder. They attack us and we're like, we're quiet, we're quiet. All of a sudden, boy, boom. 
Your wife ever want to pick a fight with you? Your spouse ever want to pick a fight with you? And you don't want to fight. You're quiet. No, 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 no. You're going out. Hey, hey, hey. No, okay, you, and you're supposed to, hey, baby, baby, calm down, man, calm down. Let me finish my beer. <laughs> there they are. No, no, and it's you, and that's the way you are, and they're going off on you, man, and you're guilty. I mean, I mean, innocent. You might be innocent. And you're, man, oh, man, just behave. Just leave me alone. Well, hey, I'm walking off. Look, I'm walking off. Leave me alone. Ah. And then you turn around, and the, you've heard it. The little devil says, Man, you're going to let her talk to you like that, dude? I thought you were the man, bro. Don't you pay the bills? She, she, she barely got a job. And you're like, hey. And then that little angel, right? Don't, 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 don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Just be quiet. Don't say nothing. Just shut your mouth. And then she's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, jeez. And then the devil says, el que se huita. Right? And you're like, ooh. And there's the angel. Shut up, shut up, shut up. And she says that one thing that nobody in your life knows but you and her. And it, man, it stabs you in the heart. Because you shared it in confidence. And, uh, uh, and then you turn around and go, well, your mama. <laughs> so, and, then, and then the devil's like, what? I can't believe you said that. <laughs> And the angel's like, I don't, I don't know why you said it. Let's both go. We're leaving. <laughs> and what happens? What happens? All of a sudden, now she's quiet, and then you go off. And all of a sudden, that offense that you took, she's cool, and you just made it. Verse 19, what you ask, doesn't the child pay for the parent's sins? No, no. For if the child does what is just and right and keeps my decrees, that child will surely live. The person who sins is the one who will die. The child will not be punished for the parent's sins, and the parents will not be punished for the child's sins. Righteous people will be rewarded for their own righteous behavior, and wicked people will be punished for their own own wickedness are you seeing this are, are, are you are, is, is any of it getting through God is saying if we continue in our sin and you know what it is if you continue you're going to be rewarded with judgment and death or you can choose to get it right be rewarded with righteousness and peace and joy that only comes with the Holy Ghost. A person who is responsible for his own sins and no one else, a person who is righteous cannot pass that on to his children any more than he can pass on his sins. Anybody got any children that aren't serving Jesus, but you're serving Jesus? And it doesn't matter what you've said, and you've cried, and you've pleaded, and you've pushed, and you've compelled, and they don't want Jesus. You can't pass on righteousness just like you cannot pass on any sin. It is a choice. It is a choice. Don't you wish you could, you ever said that, man, your child's sick, man, I wish I could be sick for them. You can't, right? 
Even though you would take the sickness, Gabby, real quick, be like, man, my baby's sick, I'll take it. We can't. They got to endure that. Just like each and every one of us are going to have to make a choice between life and death today. Are we going to continue down our, our sinful ways? Or are we finally going to repent and just say, man, I want to serve Jesus and I want to sell out 100%. I was, I, was, I was sharing with Jesse this, uh, upstairs this morning about somebody, you know, they were desiring something. You know, we want, we want to do this, we want to do that. I said, man, they have the greatest access in the world. Greatest access. I said, these individuals know us. We, we can sit down and discuss and talk. Well, I don't know how. Well, come here. Let me help you. I want, I want to help you. You know why we don't? Because we'll find out what really, what really is in there. And, and I know everybody here, so I already know anything anyways. <laughs> ah, oh, for real? Yeah, I know all y'all stuff. Because your children tell me. <laughs> and your wife tell my wife. No. <laughs> I just get to these like, oh, man. That's what y'all probably know my stuff because of her too. So. No. Here we go. Verse 21. I'm almost done, guys. Is, is this okay? Are, you, are we getting it, Hector? We're getting it, right? It's, it's not like it's complicated. Man, I, I look, check out how quick we'll do. We'll, we'll, we'll do this so quick. I got, there is everybody that lines up here, everybody, and this, everybody lines up here, Jesse, or I will, not Jesse, I will. Everybody that makes this line right here, right now, I'm going to give $5. Everybody lines up right now, I'm going to give $5. This is Jesse's line. <laughs> Everybody who lines up over here, Jesse's going to give $100 to. <laughs> thank you for that great example, guys. Thank you, thank you. Okay. We, okay. How many are going to get in my line for $5? Be honest. How many are going to get in Jesse's I'm going to get in Jesse's line, right? I'm going to get in Jesse's line. Okay. So now God is clearly stating if you get in this line because of the sin that you refuse to repent of and get things right, you're going to die in this line. You're going to die. Death is inevitable in this line. This is life. If you'll repent, do what you know you should be doing. You know it. Ain't nobody got to teach you. Everybody in here, I, don't, I know everybody in here, pretty much everybody in here has accepted Jesus. If you get in this line and you repent and you do what's supposed to be told, you're going to live and have not only rewards now, but you're going to have rewards then. And you know what everybody's choosing to do? Barabbas. Does it, does it, does it make sense? Like, why? Why am I still here if I know? This is, uh, and I shared, uh, I shared 1 John chapter 8, verse uh, 8 through 10. Look, look how we get out of that line. If we claim we have no, no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. Verse 9. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive, for, forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. Verse 10. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. You got to get out of this line. You got to get over there. The only way to do it is by confessing and transforming the way you think and how you live. 
You can't say I'm sorry and continue to live here. You can't. It just doesn't work. You're trying to make God a liar. We're talking about taking the whole body of Christ to another place, Jess. Whole, whole body. Verse 23, almost done. Do you think that I lie? Listen to what God. Oh, my God. Look what God is telling us. Trey, look what God is saying to us. Do you think that I like to see wicked people die, says the sovereign Lord? Of course not. I don't want to see anybody go to hell. I don't want to see anybody in trouble. I don't want to see anybody choosing death. That's insane for us to think that God created us, sent his son to die on the cross for us so that we could go to hell. It's not the God he is. He doesn't want us see any wickedness or anybody going and choosing death. He, he, like, I, I don't want, I don't want, how many of us like literally you go like, man, I can hardly wait to get home to spank my kids. Oh man, I'm going to comer un church's chicken and I'm going to beat them. <laughs> Nobody does that in their right mind. But what happens if they mess up? Me voy a comer un church's chicken and whole oh, pops when we get there, buddy. The only thing with this is that God's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that his ways are not like our ways, and he literally means what he says he's going to do. Because of his just, he has to punish sin, and that means he will love you all the way to hell. He will love you all the way to death. He'll love it. He'll love you all the way there. Oh, but that God shouldn't be like that. It ain't God. It's you. It's me. From Genesis to Revelation in the Bible, God wants man to repent of their sins and be saved. This is what the whole reason, or this is why the whole reason Jesus came. He doesn't want to see anybody go to hell. You think that he would compel a vessel to share this word because he wants to see people trouble and in sin and going to hell? No. He prepares the vessel to share the word so that we can escape from wickedness into righteousness. But yet... People still choose Barabbas. I, I had one guy, man, brother, when I finally go, when I finally surrender 100%, man, man, I'm man. I'm like, so until then, you're going to hell. That makes total sense, especially if you're out there doing something you're not supposed to be doing, and all of a sudden you die unexpectedly. That makes total sense. Man, but when I finally surrender 100%, huh, all right, hopefully you'll get tomorrow. But my Bible tells me that tomorrow ain't promised. Verse 26. Wait, let's go back 25. Yet you say the Lord is doing, right? We're on 25, man? Is that what we're on? 25? Okay. Yet you say the Lord isn't doing what is right. Listen, listen to me, oh, people of Israel. Listen to me, oh, revamp church. Listen to what I'm saying. Am I the one doing what is right, or is it you? Or wrong, right? Am I the one doing what's right, or is it you? Is it God doing wrong? Man, listen, it ain't me. It's us and what we're choosing. Verse 26, when righteous people turn from their, their righteous behavior 
and start doing sinful things, they will die for, for it. Yes, they will die because of their sinful deeds. You know what he's saying, Ray? I don't care how long you've been in this. You might have been righteous for 20 years, but the last year you screwed up and you went back to unrighteous living. Sorry, man. That 20 years, you're choosing death. What did we learn yesterday, right, Trey? He who endures to thee will be saved. Let me put in 10 good years and then I'll just serve the devil the rest. Verse 27, and if wicked people turn from their wicked ways, obey the law, and do what is just and right, they will save their lives. They will live because they thought it over and decided to turn from their sins. Such people will not die. And yet the people of Israel keep saying, the Lord isn't doing what is right. Oh, people of Israel, it is you who are not doing what is right, not I. Not fair. Well, guess what? He wrote it, and we got to follow it, fair or not fair. That was real fair that he had to slaughter his own son so that you and me could have eternal life. That was super fair. It was super fair that his son had never sinned in his entire life, and he had to be slaughtered so that you and me could escape death and have eternal life. But we still want to live like the filthy, stinky, nasty A word world and, 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 and reject what Christ did for us. That's, that's super fair. I said, hey, I didn't actually say it. I was going to say like a donkey. And it's super fair, right? It's super fair that I get to serve God on my own terms the way I want to serve him. It's super fair that he can, he can slaughter his own son, shed his blood, kill his son so that I can live however the hell I want to live. That's super fair. Super fair. I come to church when I want. If I want to tithe and give whenever I want, I'll do whatever I want. If I want to tip God, I'm going to tip God. If I don't want to serve, I ain't going to serve. If I don't want to give God offering, I ain't going to do it. I don't care about the kids that are going hungry, need clothes, need shoes. I don't care about them. I'm going to live like I want, but I'm going to ask God to save me and take me to heaven. That's super fair. That's super fair. Super fair that 10 people do the job while 30 people do whatever the hell they want. That's super fair. That's fair. But Christ died for the body that we don't want to be a part of the body because it's too much sacrifice because I got my life going on. Screw the church. That's super fair. Verse 30, almost done. Better clear out before I get sticks and stones. Verse 30, therefore I will judge each of you. O Israel, O revamp, according to your actions, says the sovereign Lord, Repent and turn from your sins. Don't let them destroy you. Put all your rebellion behind you and find yourself a new heart and a new spirit. For why should you die, O people of Israel? I don't want you to die, says the sovereign Lord. Turn back and live. I don't want you to die. Why? Why? Why should you die? Why are you choosing death when I gave you a way out to give you life? Why are you choosing to do whatever you want when I told you the way to do it? Jesse kept, Jesse kept saying yesterday in our men's meeting, he's like, we don't have to go search for instructions. They're all right here. And better, not better, but alongside of that, you have men of God that will help you get there. 
not like we're going, oh, I don't know, brother. Read wherever you want. Figure it all out, bro. Figure it out the way I had to figure it out. There's no excuse. Not here. Not in this place. Foundation class. You need it. You need to grow. Okay, I'll go two weeks and heck with the rest of the year. Oh, you know what? I'll go to Jesse's class because it's about finance and I want to learn about finances. I don't care about the Holy Spirit class. I got the Holy Spirit. Doesn't look like it because you're still living the way you want. In conclusion, the whole reason Christ came to the earth was to save sinners. Jesus came to set the captive free from slavery of sin. God's desire is that not one man be lost, but that all would come to the saving power of Jesus Christ. Not one. He don't want anybody to die. Somebody asked me, man, what if Judas was to repent? Would Judas have gone to heaven? I ain't Judas. I'm worried about Eddie. <laughs> said, what if Eddie was to repent? Would Eddie go to heaven? I sure hope so. That's what the Bible says. But what if Eddie decides to continue down his sinful ways and continue to remain and go back into the world? Well, guess what? Eddie's going to hell with Judas. Dude, isn't that scary? Like, that scares me, man. That scares me. Now sit, check this out. Charlie, Charlie, Tommy, Joe, Juan, Eric, uh, Hector, where's Felix? Felix, I'll sit here, Ray, and I'll creep on other pastors' stuff today. I'll creep on their stuff. Oh, brother, just think positive, brother. You're going to be positive, brother. I'm like, you're sending your whole congregation to hell, man. What are you doing? And that's why your church is full. Because you don't care. And here God loves us so much. This place is going to make an impact around the world. We're already making an impact in the valley. Austin, Houston, Corpus. How would you not want to get right and be a part of a move of God? It does not make sense. Other than you're choosing death instead of life. With every head bowed. Father, we bless you. I'm, gosh, I'm in the boat like everyone else. I am not exempt, Lord, from this at all. I repent before you, Lord, of my dead works. I repent, God, of, of secret sins or wickedness that I've committed, Lord. I repent because I don't want to be in that line of death. I want to choose life today. Not only do I repent with words, my actions will prove that I've been repentive and that you have saved me and cleansed me from my wickedness and, and, my, and washed me in, in your precious blood. Not just me, Lord. People that are out there today, your children, not mine, we belong to you. We're not here to impress the pastor, impress leadership, or, or say, man, I'm a part of that building. We're here because you brought us, because the time is coming when grace is going to run out and the judgment of truth. And you said, Lord God, if judgment is going to begin, it's going to begin with the house of God before it starts in the world. And judgment has started. It has started. So, Lord, let us take the time, whether it be today, whether it be in our prayer closet, whether it be in our car, let us take time going, you know what? Let's take an inventory. I ain't living right. I am living in sin, and if I do not 
repent and get out of this. I'm going to die and I'm going to go to hell. And Lord, you said, why are we choosing death when you've given us life? We choose life. We love you, Lord. We thank you for your word today. We pray, Lord, that it reached every single one of us, that it takes root, Lord, and that we are forced to do something about it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Amen.